0: Welcome to our podcast family. Thank you for coming back. Hope you continue to do so. It's been really fun dreaming up these things to pass on to you, and I hope you'll find them helpful. This very weekend is the 30th anniversary of a very big adventure I went on. So let me set the stage for you. We are on a train in a compartment, about eight or nine people squeezed into this little thing. This train is just crossing the border from Finland into Russia. This is a group of citizen diplomats going to the Soviet Union during the Cold War times, because although Russia had been deemed the evil empire by our leaders, there are a lot of us who did not agree with that. And so we were off to go face to face with the Russian people. And boy, was that fabulous. So we are with this new little group of friends, a subset of the 85 of us on this trip. As you look out the window, all you can see in any direction is snow, ice, it's late in the afternoon, We are just having the most wonderful time singing and adoring being with each other and adoring being on this trip, and it's just so surreal to look out the window as it gets really dark, and we pass through a little border town with a great big statue of linen in the middle of it. I'll tell you, the experience we were having surely did not square with the notion of being in the evil empire. We felt like we were in heaven. And that was just the beginning of two weeks of a life-changing experience. So I want to tell you about two of them. A few days into our trip in St. Petersburg, then Leningrad, of course, We had gone to the Hermitage Museum, an art museum the likes of which there's probably nothing in the world. It used to be one of the Tsar's palaces and is simply out of this world. And while we were there, three of us who had become very good friends befriended three young Russian kids, a young married couple and a girl friend of theirs who was a graduate student in college. And as we chatted, we said about all the things we wanted to see that might not be included in our tour, what touring we were doing. We're actually having lots of meetings and they said they would meet us the next day at the same place at an appointed hour. So we thought, great. So we go back to our group and hotel, and our guides assure us that will probably never happen because it's against the law for the Russians to fraternize with the enemy, and that probably they would back out. Well, we went anyway, and sure enough, they were there. Adventurous souls, though they were. That's going to be my favorite first word. And we started to walk. Now, fortuitously, on this trip, it was about 30 to 40 degrees Warmer than it normally is in January in northern Russia. Instead of 20 or 30 below zero, it was about 10 to 20 above, which meant that we could actually, all bundled up, walk around outside for quite a long time, which we did. And they took us to little nooks and crannies of places that we otherwise would not have been able to see. Now, there was no place to go inside to sit down to have a cup of coffee to warm up. At that time, there were no gathering places. That was more or less forbidden. We did come to one tiny little coffee shop that had a line a block or two long trying to get in it, which was clearly not feasible. So as we walked along, we passed some much lower grade hotels than the one we were staying in. We were staying in a very, very nice hotel that mostly only Americans were ever in. And they suggested or debated, perhaps we could go into this one. This one being a Bulgarian hotel. The married couple were willing to take this chance. The young girl was really concerned about this. The reason being, Russians were not allowed in hotels where Americans or Western Europeans stayed. And conversely, Americans and Western Europeans were not allowed into the hotels where the Eastern Europeans stayed. Heaven forbid that we might and decided we cared about one another, which, of course, was actually true. And we said, well, we won't say anything when we walk in here. So how is anybody going to know that we're Americans? So they said... They can tell by looking at your shoes that you're not Russians. I had on boots. I don't know what the other two had on. And the man who was with us looked like a Russian, so he wasn't going to cause any problem. In fact, he looked so much like a Russian, his father having been Russian, that he had to show his passport to get into our hotel just to make sure he wasn't a native trying to sneak in. So we went in, did not say a word until we had some privacy. Nothing happened, but we asked the young girl, so what would be the problem if somebody found out we were all here together? And she said, well, I would lose my scholarship. She was a graduate student, and I don't know what else would have happened. I don't know what would have happened to us, but happily, nothing did. I checked my intuition before we went in, and had I gotten a bad feeling, I wouldn't have gone. But I seem to get the all clear. So I want to encourage and suggest don't pay any attention to what somebody else says you can or can't do. And the worst villain for saying what you can or can't do is that ego mind. All of that fear-driven programming about having to stay inside of a tiny little box. So boy, I would encourage on this year, follow your intuition Follow your guidance and begin to realize it's a trustworthy place. It's as trustworthy as you allow it to be. So I hope you'll take that to heart and realize that we miss out so much on life if all we try to do is play it safe, keep your head down out of the line of fire, presuming, of course, there is a line of fire. We presume there wasn't. Sure enough, there wasn't. Now, a second amazing adventure that a few of us had was going to a seminary, a Russian Orthodox Church seminary in Leningrad. On some occasions, all 85 of us went someplace together. On other occasions, we split up into groups and had a choice of several places to go. So this little subset of people that I ended up hanging out with all chose to go to the seminary. And it was just amazing. When you walked in, you could hear a choir practicing somewhere off in the building was like walking into heaven. We had a chance to sit in on some of the classes. Naturally, they were speaking Russian, but they translated for us what they were talking about. But the most amazing part of that was the man who was the head of the seminary. He was the most warm, comforting human being I've ever been around. It was like being in front of a warm fire if you were out in the cold. He was so sweet. He was middle-aged, attractive man. I don't remember if he had on clerical robes or not, but all you wanted to do was be in his presence. And the thing that I noticed most about him was both a kind of innocence, not naivete, but innocence, and the fact that he revered everything. He told us about, during the Second World War, how the churches were very instrumental in hiding some of the priceless paintings and icons, which are paintings that belong in churches, sculptures and so on in the basements of churches. Everybody in the country had a hand in trying to save precious artwork. So you could see the love in his face as he showed us the icon for that church, rather like the patron saint for that church. And I noticed that the man seemed to revere Everything, which is where we get that word reverence. And he had a reverence for everything, which translated into his being so marvelous. To be around. You just wanted to catch whatever it was he had. And I think our second word, besides being adventurous, is cultivating reverence. We're so conditioned to look at things with judgment or with condemnation or with suspicion or to decide that somehow we're not safe or that it's not important. If we could cultivate looking at everything with reverence because the heart and invisible presence of everything is loving and deserving and precious. And to be adventurous enough in our judgmental world, to revere everything seems like a marvelous way to start out. And your comfort zone will get bigger and bigger, and you'll feel safer and more peaceful and more talented and more capable and more revered yourself. And wow, will life get off to a great start. Have a wonderful week. Bye. (music)